season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time Whatever. I was going to be the best to come out. Exclusively on the Parkville Network. Uh, Parkvillemedia.com. It's a company website. And PatandJT.com. That's our podcast website. You know what? Whatever. I've got a lot of stuff going on. I, I don't think clearly all the time, and I'm just trying to power through, live my best life. <laughs> he hit 15 buttons before we started this podcast. That's about right. The button pushing finger wasn't working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I fat finger a lot of things. When I'm typing, that's why when I send emails out to people, like important ones, I send them to you. I say, like, please check this over. And then also subsequently spell check me. Uh, yeah. Well, that I run that through Grammarly, and then I run it through... I, I, Three times. There's there's like three or four different processes before things get released. This morning, I posted something on uh, our Parkville Facebook page, and I read it 15 times. <laughs> Not even joking, 15 times. And then as soon as I posted it, I went back and saw it in my newsfeed for my personal account. Mm-hmm. Misspelling. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand how your brain, like you can, you know what you want. I know. You see it, and you think it's correct. You see what you want to see. Ugh, drives me crazy. Let's bring in Heidi and have a Heidi day. Hey, hey. hey. how up, you y'all? doing? Good. Am I, is there any delay? Will I sound like I'm interrupting you every time? Or are we good? I think no. we're going to be okay. Yeah, we're okay because you're yes. not on the road on the way to wherever in Iowa. Right? There That's you right. Go. Our games today aren't until later tonight. Oh, my gosh. And, and a 4th of July weekend. Yeah, you got to know you're going to run into at least one hungover umpire on the 4th of July. <laughs> Heck yes. <laughs> You know, I remember I, my boys playing. We, we would look out in the field, and there'd be a field up with his shirt three fourths untucked, coming in fifteen minutes late. Right. We're like, oh, this will be good. Just a hot mess, sweating like crazy. He hadn't even been outside yet. <laughs> One of our umps. I, mean, I, I love it that you can't blame him. It's like from from being out in that field for three hours, he'll make enough to make two drinks that night. Like pay for two drinks, hundred percent without it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You got two drinks covered. I love it. I love that's it. Good. Beth hasn't been around softball or like athletics really her whole life. So last night we were at softball and. And for Sophia and the umpire behind the plate, she goes, oh my gosh, he's so cute. He's like a reverse turtle because he has the shell in front. Like his, pro- I'm like, yeah, you mean his chest protector? Yeah, it's a, it's a reverse turtle. Oh my God. And they, yeah. Hey, I've got a softball trivia for you guys. First time I've ever seen it happen in all my playing days. And then my four years of coaching. This okay. What happened? Are you, are you ready? Yeah. yeah. And I, I want to see if you guys know what the official rule should have been. And okay. the, the umpire was adamant that she knew the rule. She made the call. Okay. So our girls are up to bat. Okay. Uh, no, sorry. I already got it wrong. Their girls are up to bat. Good Lord. <laughs> sorry. Uh-huh. I had a long night. We'll explain why. <laughs> I'm not, not going to edit that, night. by the way. We're but, leaving it in. Um, okay. Their girls are up to bat. <laughs> um, one of their players does this like kind of lazy pop-up. She missed hit the ball. So it was a lazy pop-up right in front of our pitcher, first baseman kind of area. Mm-hmm. And my pitcher goes after it, but she she bobbles. You know, it basically hits her glove, her body. I don't remember what part of her it hits. And then it it rolls foul, mm-hmm. but she hits it like mm-hmm. in fair territory. So we all know that rule, right? I'll mm-hmm. stop there. We all know that rule. Is that a fair Correct. or foul ball, guys? It's fair ball. It's fair ball. Correct. Correct. So then the rule. So that by the time by the time it rolls into foul territory, their their runner has made it to first base and. Um, their on deck batter that's standing in the circle reaches down and picks up the ball. She doesn't realize it's fair. What's the call? Um, I think well, batters is would be out. I would I would say infil- that too. I would say batter would be out. An infield fly roll, right? Isn't that isn't that the case? If there was no, no, not, not the infield fly roll wouldn't apply in that situation. Okay, I think. But you're you guys are both right. The batter was out, and here's yeah. the deal. 
she had already made first base. So in my mind, and, and same with the, the opposing coach, I wasn't going to say I was back in what he was saying. Right. He was, he was arguing against the umpire, but uh, I'm not arguing, but just like questioning it. Um, our assumption was because she made its first base, you know, and, th- and then the girl hit it, that it was a dead ball. Yeah. You know, she returns to the base from which she came, but no, if, if there was any runners on or just her, cause at that time there was nobody on right. Whoever is closest to home plate, like in terms of scoring, that's the out that's made the minute the opposing team cut touches the ball. So because she was the only runner, only player on, she was out. Okay. I didn't but know the rest there of that. Been a runner, that's interesting. There would have been a runner on second. I'd never heard that, that before. Second would have been out. Huh. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 for sure. I but see what weird. you're saying. That seems. It, um, it just seems to me like if there's any interference at all, it's just an automatic. It's just a, an automatic out for the, the for the batter team, that hit the ball. Like if that would the be other team be out. touches the ball, right? And, or, yeah. and if your team does, I would I would say if, if if your team had touched the ball, almost instantly I say, well, she gets to stand first. You would think. Yeah. Well, but the funniest part ever is the too. first time I've ever allowed my daughter to play first base because it was a league game. So you know, we we rotate people around in the league games, and then we get serious on the tournament games. And <laughs> um, she's decent at first. I mean, she can catch well, she can field well, but she's short. So I'm like, uh, you're not going to be first. We're going to put some tall girls there because right. it gives the it gives a better you know target to throw to. But she saw it rolling toward she was one of the few ones that started going after it and she saw it rolling toward the girl and she saw the girl start to bend down so she stopped going after and she's like ah, let's see how this unfolds <laughs> that's brilliant that's smart i know i told oh, her that's i think that was good thinking in the spur of the moment yeah that's awesome <laughs> super slick so, i love it so that was that was their or our cheap out. We got a cheap out from doing nothing <laughs> other than missing a pop fly. And then we turned around in the bottom half of the inning we were hitting and our one of our girls threw the bat after she hit it. You know, just reflexively doesn't yes. mean to hit the ump. She got called out. Did, didn't have a warning, nothing. Oh, oh I, that happened to me before oh. when I was younger. I, I, I used to be a bat thrower. Like at the end, not even yeah. not intentionally, but just my follow yeah. through. And I'd let it helicopter and hit the ump once and I got. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I told the opposing coach. I said it all worked out. We both got dumb fouls or d- dumb oh outs. God. I should say that's crazy. I always like when yeah. I hit to if you're, especially wherever you're to after you hit it to be able to take off and just like to to set it down easy because I think that looked so cool when people would do that as opposed to <laughs> chucking it. I always thought you know because there was that the juxtaposition of slamming it or hitting it really hard and then just dropping it and just going and yeah. it lands like yeah. right at your feet. It was just like a thing with me. <laughs> That's funny. Thanks for answering the other day when I called you from Dick's, by the way. I appreciate that. What? Did I not? No. Remember you texted me and you're like, what do you, what do I hope I didn't miss a call? Whatever. <laughs> I was asking you, I was going to ask you a question about a bat. I didn't know what a drop. Oh yeah. Your bat question. Yeah. Like a drop yeah, well, 10, drop whatever. Oh my like God. Back in the stone ages when I played, it was ounces and weight. Right. And now they have the drop, whatever. And I'm it? always like, because it's just more know. marketing. That's what it comes down to. Right. They have to change things up so they have another way to market. It's like, oh, the old bats are obsolete. It was a 3229. That was it. Like 32 length, 29 ounce. What the hell is a drop? Whatever. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt to explain it. Okay, I, mean, I, I, it, it I, I know what my daughter needs. Put it that way. Okay. So I, that's, what, that's all I stick with. Okay. Well, good. Because it was Sophie and I were standing in the middle of dicks and I was perplexed. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm going to call, uh, I don't know, Heidi. And so I just, yeah, called you. You know who you should have called? Who? The Pat, who I always confuse you on text with. 
It's funny. Oh, Coach you know, Pat. I don't. Ha- I don't Coach have Pat that. Good. I don't have that Pat's number. Well, you you do wow. if you're uh, you've ever been on a group message with them all. Oh, no, no, I always exchange them. <laughs> it's always, always me. It's just you alone. Okay. Me and all the other and then, softball and then ladies. And radio Pat. I call them softball Pat and radio Pat. And radio Pat always uh, adds. In. I should call you radio. podcast Pat now. Podcast <laughs> Pat always adds in like useless trivia. Well, I love it when I would get insight. the I would get these texts from from like it'd be from Heidi for like 15 people <laughs> and they'd be talking about stats or like a video of somebody's form and so I mean I can't just let that ride I gotta respond <laughs> like I don't know what you're even talking about but whatever uh, it's above my pay grade right? <laughs> you haven't done that the in a while time, though the one time he replied he was like I think bigger better might as well go for a 32 oh. or something like that and like someone didn't know it was a joke and he's like uh there was one off me Heidi I don't know who that is but do not go with a bat that heavy I'm like oh it's, it's just were you like bat. looking it's at were you looking at like uh, bats on Facebook Marketplace? I think that's funny. I don't even remember. I think you we were blowing a bunch of money at Dick's or Shield too. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so mm. you you seem like you're just like you know you're lounging in your daughter's room and just kind of hanging out, <laughs> looking for a little quiet place or you know how, what, what's, yeah. what's going on in the little, household. Little, <clears throat> little isolation, not caused by COVID, but just. Uh, Taking a little break from the puppy. <laughs> the puppy is home. Oh my the god! The puppy is home. Oh my! Ha, has has he has is a, is a girl or boy? It's a girl. Is a girl? Has she has she even had her feet on the floor yet, or is she just being carried around constantly? <laughs> She's been carried quite a bit because you know stair, <laughs> stairs are pretty big right now. I know it. I, you know what's so but, funny? Um, it's just Jack just turned two, and he yeah. just just recently I've it's been obvious he's he's figured out the stairs it's like he doesn't have to pause at the bottom oh, that's and, hilarious. and think about him like it was it was a struggle especially the outside stairs because you can see through them on the deck scary yeah. right that would yeah. Be scary. Yeah. and so now and now he just comes in and just doop, 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 and he goes right up the stairs like a big dog um but it took him i remember the very first time he came up the stairs and i videoed it i still have that video somewhere of him making his way up the stairs one step at a time you, yeah did doop, you ever post that i don't that, think i did awesome. I'll, I'll dig that out because we've got his two-year gotcha day is coming up on july 7th so I'll have to post Aww. that for What that. are you going to buy him for his gotcha day? He doesn't know. Yeah, I can't say it out loud. I don't want anybody to tell him. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of secret reveals, yes. do, you, do you guys want to do the name? Or yes, what? yes, yes. Tell, yes. First off, tell about your puppy and what you got. I want to take a second to thank American Heart Association for being mm-hmm. a supporter of our podcast. Absolutely. Really proud to be working with them and passing along some good information. Would you recognize the most common signs of a stroke? They're important to know. Just remember. Fast. Face, arms, speech, and time. Fast. Exactly. If one side of their face droops when they smile, if they can't keep both arms raised in the air, or their speech is slurred or strange, or you see any of those signs, call 911 immediately. When it comes to a stroke, every second counts. My grandfather had a stroke, right. and I realized that, and they got to him in time, and it helped. It's all in the, this the simplest thing. Remember, fast. Face, arms, speech, time. Visit heart.org to learn more about how to prevent a stroke and recognizing the warning signs of a stroke. Okay, so Coco, our our OG dog, was a St. Bernadoodle. And uh, Ryan conspired to get Coco without me even knowing. Like, we came home from a softball tournament two years ago, JC and I. And he was asking all kinds of weird questions on my drive home. You know, like, oh, do you think JC will still have time to do that volleyball clinic then? Because we had, you know, lost a game. And so we were done a little early on a Sunday. And I said, no, she's pretty, she's pretty worn out. Oh, okay. 
well, you think you guys will lay down? Like, you think you're going to try to take a nap? When you get home? And <laughs> what I'm is like, the matter I, with you? Well, I kind of went crazy on him. I'm like, I don't know, Ryan. Like, I'm I'm tired. Like, the game, the tournament's done. So whatever I do, I'm doing. Like, I don't know why you need to know all this. And Okay, well, I'm just wondering. Why so, so he, aggressive? But, Such a nice husband asking all these nice <laughs> questions. You're so aggressive. I Well, it was at the end of a long tournament. And, and he and Austin had gone mush, quote unquote, mushroom hunting. That's uh-huh. all that I knew. Oh he God. and Austin had left for the day to go mushroom hunting. Yes. So lo and behold, I come home. We get showered up. I hear um, Ryan say, hey, JC, come here. And, you know, JC's a parrot. And what, dad? What? And he's like, I've okay, heard never her before mind. in the back of your conversations. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder yeah. where she gets, gets that attitude <laughs> and yeah, the modeling. Yeah. Right. So, I, so don't know, okay, well, I, I don't know, Ryan. I don't know, Ryan. I don't know, Ryan. He goes, okay, well, I guess you don't need to see. I just, I had something in the kitchen that, you know, you might want to see. And so then oh. she starts getting up and peeking around and I hear her go, Oh, and I like, I, I had just gotten out of the shower and he was videotaping this whole time. Oh and so I, God. you know, I'm like, my pig basically pajama pants on and t-shirt and <laughs> hair all sloppy wet. And I just, my first reaction, like what came out of my mouth first was, what did you do? Cause I thought he might've picked up a stray puppy. I was so in the dark that he had had all this planned. I mean, he, for months he was going back and forth with this family that he found online and um, they're out of Washington, Iowa, oh my gosh. and they do um, these St. Bernadoodles, and um, the the mom is just the most beautiful, precious, sweet dog. And so long story short, Coco is a 25% St. Bernard, 75% poodle. <laughs> this go around, I was in the know. We <laughs> talked about this. You know, we did the pros and cons list. The cons outweighed the pros. It didn't matter. Right. And, <laughs> Still got um, the dog. <laughs> and, and it's the same mom of, of Coco's, but a different dad. So okay. it's a 50-50 breakdown, uh, St. Bernard and, and Poodle. Um, Sounds like a Maury Povich so, episode, doesn't it? <laughs> same mom, different yeah. dad. Same mom, different dad. Yeah. Love the reveal. I've got the manila envelope coming up next. All right. Here, here's the best part. We met up yesterday with the with the gentleman who drove her in, and um, we were at a golf like a golf course area. And right away, I kind of get on Ryan. Like we can't we can't stop at this golf course. Like people were on the putting green. You know, they were they're putting, and Ryan brings Coco out, and starts playing fetch with her. You know, off to the side, and Coco's not barking or anything, but she's a big dog and. Um, sure enough, she takes a poop. So I pick it up with, you know, we always have poop bags with us and a guy comes in a cart down from the main clubhouse. And, uh, I was like, here we go. Yeah. You're trying to be a rule breaker. And he came that he's like, Hey guys, he's like, Hey, I appreciate you picking that up, but you probably, probably can't be here for a long time. Like he wasn't even saying we couldn't do it. He was being very nice. Like probably, probably can't stay here for a long time. And Ryan explained, Oh, you know, we're here to pick up a puppy. He's like, I apologize. This is the first place I thought of a, you know, nice meeting place. And he's like, Oh, it's first time, first dog, first time you're going to meet in the new dog. And is, is this going to be the sibling? And, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, then I'm going to wait here. And so he sat and waited too. And then before you know it, a lady came out of the clubhouse, another worker, she goes, I saw the puppy pulled up and I figured I should not work anymore. So she came out and we just had a little party of everybody meeting everybody. And Oh my God. Awesome. Puppy party. So the puppy, so the, how old is the puppy? The puppy is seven weeks, which is a little early because yeah. we were around eight weeks is when we got Coco. But they were confident because we had Coco. You know, it'd be different if it was going into a home with like no other dogs. Um, and so the name is yeah, Butters. 
Butters. So we have a cocoa and we have a butters. Like butters, and like the butters, like multiple things of butter. Go grab me the yeah, butters. Yeah, and apparently that's cute. There's a South Park character which I didn't know about. Butters. I don't. Yeah. Everybody's and gonna so, say butter what? Butter. Yeah. We barely know her. <laughs> butter what? And I have to tell you, we went through sixteen names. I mean, oh. this was. I, I bet we spent less time thinking of our kids' names than the dog's names. <laughs> that's probably true. So butter. Cute name though, butters. I love. Yeah, it. she. She's funny because um, we took her on her first walk, leashed walk around because oh we've got this little walking path. And she just sat down and started barking like, this sucks. <laughs> I don't it's too it. hot out. <laughs> right. Like, I knew right then we were going to be in for a long night because she definitely vocalizes when she's wanting oh. to be comforted. I saw her picture in the video that you posted and in, you can tell that she has more St. Bernard in her by yes. her head. Um, I was yes. like, I was wondering what the, the, what the mix was. She's adorable though. And, and she, she said in there, the video is just JC holding her like to her chest. And all you can see is her tail going. <laughs> I, I saw the video. <laughs> thousand miles an hour. And Super happy. <laughs> That's so as awesome. Predicted, uh, you know, it was a newborn night last night. <sighs> as predicted, I was up at, uh, yep, well, we yep, went to bed yep. super late for, for me, late 1230. You know, that's late. Good Lord. Yeah. yeah. So she was up at like one. She literally did like a half an hour. So she's up at one, uh, three thirty, and five forty. And by five forty, Ryan was up for the day with her. Oh, oh I was like, that's I'm awesome! I'm, I'm, I'm oh. catching up on sleep. Yeah, yeah. So what does Coco think? So that's funny. So you know, of course, we had the couple. Like we have to be real careful when we're feeding them. Yes. Um, just because you know Coco's like not knowing what's going on. But the the coolest thing is that outside of a couple of territorial warning growls <laughs> we have video of them this morning just having a heyday and that was Aww. when ryan got up and and i was still trying to you know, like re-catch up sleeping <laughs> so i i checked it you know at eight when i finally rolled out of bed <laughs> and um the video is so cute of them just playing it's so funny i'll have to send it to you because at one point, you know, Butters is giving it to her. Like she's jumped. Then we have oversized beanbags <laughs> that they're running around and jumping on. And um, Butters, Butters pauses to like scratch her, her little neck. And it's like Coco just knows like sneak attack. And so Coco knocks her over when she's scratching her neck and Butters pops back up like, not fair funny. not fair that's awesome <laughs> yeah and so and, and coco's doing what, what we were told was you know right ryan did a lot of research she'll put those front paws her head down by her front paws her butt up you know yeah. tail wagging and it's a total sign of like you know <sighs> i'm ready to play now let's do it that's so funny because that's exactly the other day what jack did in here when yes. Allie came in and, and Jack, all of a sudden he saw her and that was the first time I think he'd met her in person and he was just, he's much more confident than he used to be. And yes. she, she pet him for a while in, in my office and stuff. And, and then we went to come down to the studio and Jack was down the hallway and he turned around and he looked at her and he did one of those. And then he kind of went at her back and forth and, and yes. came at her yes. zigzaggy. And I was like, Oh my God, zigzaggy. I've never seen him do that before. <laughs> that was awesome. Cause he was playing with her. Yes, like, that's so, so cute. Cool. Oh, God, there, now, there's great. a show that we pulled up, and I don't know. Um, we just have YouTube TV, but it's called Dog Impossible. Have you heard of that show, Jill? I have not. I'll look it up. So I literally just stumbled upon it, and it was good timing because when I stumbled upon it, it was maybe a week or so before we brought Butters home. And so we watched, oh, gosh, five, six consecutive episodes. 
but it's really good. It's a, you know, the premise of it is a guy has this firm belief that there are no bad dogs and mm-hmm. even the real aggressive the ones that have been abused and are just terrified and, and mean because mm-hmm. of what their life circumstances has been. And he just talks through the normal acclimation of how dogs should meet one another and how the whole like butt sniffing is like super important to their socialization. So if a dog refuses to let another dog sniff it or, or conversely, does not approach a a strange dog to try to sniff then that's like their way of basically not being able to socialize with each other and you have to really really carefully introduce that to dogs that are skittish right um but yeah it's just it was fascinating and you know coco yawned a lot when she was a puppy just yawn 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 (laughs) and there's things called stress yawns so when like they're just a little overwhelmed they don't yawn because they're tired they they yawn sometimes because they're stressed and I've, yeah. I think pe- people do that I too. I, I used to like do that. a stress yawn when, with they my do. ex-wife would always yell at me. <laughs> so when we were fighting, she goes, why do you always yawn when we're talking? Well, now I know it's just, it's pat impossible. It's, it's a stress yawn. It's that or a script. <laughs> like, like whatever. That's so funny. Cause yeah, like when you get like in this uncomfortable situation, yeah. why do you like just yawn? You need, ox- yeah. you need oxygen. That's what, when you yawn usually is also cause you're taking in. Yeah. Yep. And, and it's panting, funny how panting, it doesn't panting. always mean that they're hot. Sometimes they pant also because they're stressed. She did, Coco did that at the vet. We, of course, took Coco in for her uh, updates of her shots um, before the puppy came. And uh, same thing, you know, she she climbed up <laughs> on the little seat next to me, was panting. And I'm like, it's not hot in here at all. She just was nervous. Just nervous. That's interesting. I'm going to find that because a lot of that's the same kind of thing. Um, the girl that, well, Julie Starnes with Good Decisions Dog Training that worked with Jack, she's that, that, that kind of person. <clears throat> she's yeah, she is convinced yeah. there are no bad dogs and yeah. she she is more than happy to take on that challenge and has come through on the other side for so many dogs there's a great dane that she just recently worked with and worked with and worked with and this poor guy he he was so misunderstood and he was so big and she yeah. just got him homed he found oh, that awesome. he found his forever I love home great dames. oh cool. yeah it was so great because she's dealt with little ones which are can be ferociously bad because they get away with everything and then the big ones are so misunderstood that's really neat i want to see that and i'll pass that along to her too yeah you'll have to i'll be interested <clears throat> to see if she agrees with what the guy says because um, yeah i don't know the dog whispers they all they all have that personality that they can just kind of understand the tendencies of what the canines are doing and it, it that's cool to me because I don't always read dogs correctly, but well, I, I don't do read people that. correctly. Right. I mean, I <laughs> it's like one thing at a time. I do, I do know enough to not try to, I mean, this is a big thing for kids. I always try to stress to my kids and their friends to not walk up mm. and try to pet on the top back of the head of a dog. Like that's just a very threatening thing. Right. But instead to lay your palm out and, and like for adults, you know, get down to more their eye level and we'll let them approach you because it's hard. I mean, dogs yeah. are so cute and you want to just, you know, invade. That was what he kept talking about. They don't want their space invaded if they're not readily putting their head out to be petted. Right. Which is interesting. Like sitting on the floor and waiting for them to come to you. Um, yes. Let them control the situation a little bit better. Not not go be, be not be aggressive and try and make yep, them do yep. what you want. Well, congratulations That's on awesome. Butters. I love Thank best name you. ever. That's the best name of 2020. <laughs> Butters. That's who came, great. Who came up with it? Who was responsible? Well, uh, Ryan, which, uh, because uh, he, well, here, he just vetoed so many things. And then I also vetoed a lot of his <laughs> and the kids were the buffer, you know, the kids would say yay or nay, but to get five of us to agree to one was quite the challenge. And wow. I just kept, you know, I journal. And so I kept writing down all the names that would be vetoed. And I was like, 
we'll never come to an agreement. And now it's like, it's the perfect name. So we that just is took awesome. some time. So now you got another yeah. chapter for your book. That's right. Right? That's right. Oh my God. That's great. Girl, thank you so much for taking some time out and talking to us. Send us a weekend. picture of Butters, will you? Will you send us like an approved sanctioned picture of Butters with the family? Yes. I will <laughs> send a, well, I'll send the picture of when she uh, was riding home on JC's lap because that's a good tight shot of just her. It shows her markings and stuff. And Aww. she's just so cute. Like I didn't even realize, uh, we knew that she'd have the the spots, you know, kind of like, uh, or patches, like yeah. the St. Bernard's. But when the first time we walked her yesterday, I was like, oh, my God, her little tail is white, <laughs> but it comes out of a little brown. <laughs> like, it's, it's a patch around her tail. It's what? so cute. Oh like, so we connected the wrong tail. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Some mix but you up. know when it's not as cute? 3.20 a.m. No. I don't give a crap about your patches. <laughs> Nothing cute about that. Yeah, I don't give a crap about your patches. And that's actually going to be the name of this podcast That's the name today. of the podcast. Yep, right I don't give there. a crap about your patches. On that note. Heidi, you're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. All right, talk to you later. You got See it. Oh, I don't give a crap about your patches. It's the line of the week. I love it. Uh, PatandJT.com. Find our podcast on uh, everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast. Pat and JT Podcast. Hartville Media Production.